the conversation later. Oh. Okay, we are on Daf Pei Vav today. We're going to do a review of yesterday's Daf Daf Pei Hei. Then we'll get to today's Daf. We're learning for Shalema, for Adasa Basranya, for Michal Aviva Bas Yehudis, for Imi Bas Tvoira, and all else who need a refuah. And we are starting our review of Daf Pei Hei at the um, bottom of the page. Um, so there was this fellow, Yemar Bar Choshu. Yemar Bar Choshu was owed money by a fellow. The man, all he left was a yacht. Okay, He lived large with the money that wasn't his, and he owned this yacht. And yeah. they, a yacht, a yacht, you know, a boat, a boat. very large, ah, beautiful boat, right. He has an accent, show this. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Muncie accent. Yeah, the Muncie accent, it's to catch things, hard to catch <laughs> things. On the yacht, on the yacht. On the ship. A ship, yes, anyway, so basically, um, he told this Yemer Bechosh, who was all the money, he told his messenger, listen, I want you to grab the boat and take it as a claim for the money owed. So he ran and grabbed it. Anyway, sure enough, Rav Papa and Rav Hunabrei Devshu to Rabbanim said, You're not allowed to grab that. It's uh, what we call, it, it falls into the category of Toifes Lamalcha. If you're grabbing on behalf of a creditor, when it's affecting others in a negative way, because there's multiple people who he owed money to, and sorry, you're not allowed to take it. And because Rabbi Yechonon says that So they said, excuse me, but get off the boat. So he had to get off the boat. What could he do? He got off the boat. Then Bar Papa and Rav Unbrei who themselves were owed money, they grabbed the boat. Um, now they're between each other. So Rav Papa grabbed the, what do you call that wheel, the, you know, the steering wheel. And the Rav Huna He made the Kenyan on it, right? Who? The, the first guy. First guy. He tried. They said Loikana, but it says Loikana. Because you're you grab you're not you're not owed any money. Oh so? You're only a messenger. So? No, but you can't be a you can't be a toifes the balchoiv, the makam shekhabla khirum. He can take for yourself, but you can't take on behalf of somebody else when it's harming somebody else. That's the idea. There are too many people. So you're supposed to know... You have to do that yourself. No, no, I understand. But you're supposed to know... The, I mean, the shliach is supposed to know that the guy is owed or the person is supposed to know that the guy is owed money to other people? He didn't know, but they informed him. <laughs> and then he read... It's, 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 the Kenyan, it's irrelevant it's whether not, he knew it or not. The Kenyan uh, is not effective, not effective. according okay. to Rabbi Yechon. Anyway, so Rapapa took the wheel. Uh, Rav Huna, Breder of Yeshua, grabbed the ropes. Each one said, I'm kind of it all, I'm kind of it all. And then Rav, Rav Pinchas Baramish met up with them and he says, but don't you know, Rav, Rav and Shmuel both say that it has to be Tziburin, Umunach, and Bishos Arabim. Well, this was in the docks. So he said, no, it wasn't. We grabbed it off the middle of the river. He was already riding it on the river when we, like, overtook him. Whatever, it was like one of these, one of these... Hijacking, TV, yeah. TV no. shows, whatever. Pirate situation, right. Anyway, sure it's, enough. These collectors, they go out. <laughs> right, like, they, they were serious. It's anyway, serious. so came before Rava and he said, you old, you white geese, which is an expression that they're elderly and they're busy like honking, you know what I'm saying? And he says, you're, you're stripping peop, 
a man off of his, the, his clothes off his back because how Rav Nachman says the only time that you can grab it anybody is if it's Tafsa Mechaim. Excuse me, you all waited till he died to get this. Sorry, Charlie, none of you get it. It goes to the Yoshim and get online. Okay, good luck. Okay, so that's the story. Anyway, Avimi, the son of Rav uh, owed money to uh, the to this rab, somewhere in Bechuzai, far away, and he sent his uh, this Chama, the son of Rabba, his brother, Rabba Barvo, to go pay it. And he went and paid it. And he said, "Okay, can I have the star, please?" And they said, "Sorry, but uh, we took this because you owed us money that was not documented, and we accept this as payment for the non-documented loan, and we'll keep the star for the documented loan. So sorry, we can't give up that star." So it came to Ravo, and Ravo says, do you have witnesses that you even paid them? And he said, no, I just paid them. So he says, well, since they could say they could say that you never paid them altogether, then they're also believed that you're paying for a different loan and not for this. So bottom line is, you have no claim. So he says, and what about me having to pay my uncle for his loss, because I'm causing the loss? So Ravashi says, it depends how the uncle said it. If he said, take a star and give the money, then he has to pay because he didn't do the the he didn't do as he was told. If he says give the money and take the star, so then it's on then 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 it's on 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 him because he didn't say that you know he said take the star afterwards. So I did the way he said it, and the Gemara says that's not true. In either case, whether he said take the money and give the star, or give the star and take them get the star and then take, give the money, either one he could argue I sent you for a good job and not to harm me. And you're doing it now. I'm out. I'm out my money, and I don't even have uh, the, the loan. Uh, right, the star. You messed me up. Now the um, the I was looking around the Taisvis over here. Someone, one of the mafarshim, talk about this, and they said that, that there is a qualifier here. That's only as long as he mentioned that get the star. Then you want to get the star in a way that you'll be guaranteed to get the star. Because, but if he says, you know, just pay the guy the money. Then he's saying that you trust him. Yeah. You don't even need the star. So then, so then oh, that, oh, that's oh, where oh, if you're oh. if you're indicating that you trust him, so then I trust him because you're trusting him. So that would be something that he would be responsible for. Took us to the next case. There's a lady who was have had a whole cache of of stores, of documents, and the inheritors wanted it back from her. And she says, "Well, I grabbed it while he was alive because he owes me money." Um, what do you mean? I'm like holding on to his things all this time. I need I need to be paid for it. And uh, so the case came for Rav Nachman, and he said, you have witnesses that they asked for it, and, or somebody asked for it while he was alive, and you didn't give it because of money owed? So he's like, no, I don't have that. So he said, well, then it's then the standard is that you took it first after he died because you were watching it on his behalf the whole time while he was alive. Unless you can show that you refused to return it because of money owed, so then that is uh, called the Tfis Mechaim. But in lieu of that, so therefore it's like, it's a, you know, you have nothing, you have no claim. Another lady that was obligated to Shua by Bezdin in, of, of Rava, and uh, Rava's wife, the daughter of Chizda, said, I know this lady, she can't be trusted to swear. So he switched it onto the other side. Meantime, Rav Papa and Rav Adabar Masna used to hang out by Rafa, watching him rule issues, issue rulings. And there was a star that Rav Papa says, I know the star is, is paid off. 
He's reusing a shtar that's paid. This much I can tell you. And he's like, do you have any other witnesses? No. So he says, well, you're only one aid. I can't believe a word you're saying. It doesn't help. So Ravad Barmasa, why is Rapapa chopped liver? <laughs> he talk about chopped liver. Why is he chopped liver? What does it mean? He's worse than, 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 than Pastor of Chizda? So Rav said, you know, Pemichil is quite Rapapa. I don't know him that well. I know my wife would never lie. But him, I don't know. Man, who knows? I, I, you know, he's a nice man, but you know, like, what? I don't have that intimacy that I know. He's somebody that would not that would not ever lie to me. So our papa didn't think it's interesting. He didn't get affronted or anything. He said, "Once you told me this, you saw it, that I'm allowed to take into account somebody who I know really well that it would never lie to me, and I can use that in a halachic sense. So if something like this would happen to me, my son Abamar would tell me that a star is paid off. I would." Not tear up the star because that's like a little too far. But I would not allow that, not allow a collection on the basis of a star that he says is is a star pruah because I know I trust him. I know he would never lie to me. So that's a story. Is it said this was exactly the same thing he said in the Ma'at Gotan that the Rav can make a, if he's hundred percent sure? He's Kim Lee the That's what he's saying, right? Yudzayin. Okay, there was another story where there was this lady, Chai Veshvua, by Bezdin, of Rabbi Barbaya. And the Baldin said, I don't want her to swear, you know, in this town. I want her to come to my town, where she's from, and swear over there, because she's going to admit to the truth. Anyway, she said, look, I'm happy to, to do that oath, but I need the document ready written, that on the basis of this oath, I'm going to prove my proof. So you write it now. And then I'll be able to, then I'll be willing to swear. And, um, well, so he's like, okay, let's write it up. On that, the Gemara thought, he's like, wait a second, how could that be? Rabbi Verbabai is saying that he comes from the family of Abai, which is a family of Elia Koyin, which all, the old, the family has that Nebuch, that curse back, that died, they all die young. Anyway, so, um, so uh, how could you how could you even write a pashtar? It's a Mexican shikra. It looks like it's false because you're writing words that are not true yet because she didn't swear yet. And we find such a thing that you can't write up a, a document. The Gemara that said, that although that is, uh, you know, may seem to be the case, um, um, that they can't write, judges can't write before the witnesses prove, you know, testify about the signatures, it's like, because uh, of Mexico, it's like, no, no, it's actually not true. Because Rav Nachman um, said that Ramir used to say that you could grab a get from the garbage and, you know, clean it off and and uh, and just uh, sign it up and give it out to the your husband, give it to the wife. And the only reason why the Rabbanon have a problem with that is because Kitinashim needs to be Ksiblishma. But without that, they would have accepted that. So in other words, any other type of star, you have a pre-written, pre-fab written star, as long as you, you know, you could just sign it and give it. So it doesn't matter that it was written before even the debt was even necessarily there. So that's basically the idea that uh, um, same thing, you know, like Rabbi Yechelen says that a uh, star that was borrowed and then it paid off, and you can't re- you can't reuse the star, but only because the, the shibud was nimcha. But uh, but uh, without that, you're not worried about Mexican shikra. So that's so clearly that's not really a concern, because the bottom line is it's you know it's only really an effective star once we sign it, and we're only signing it after it's uh, 
after uh, after it's true. Okay, so that's why. Anyway, there's another story. There was this fellow. He had three stories in a row. Okay, we have same same basic idea. There was this Rabbi Miyasha, the grandson of Rabbi Shulman Levi, and uh, he died. And uh, there was uh, a, a silk that was that had seven pearls wrapped in uh, wrap up, and they didn't. And the guy claimed them, and uh, so. So they asked Ravami, and Ravami said, look, first of all, I know Rabbi Aisha. Uh, he, he had no money. Okay, He was not a rich man. Number two, um, this guy's giving a simon. So on that basis, we should be able to give it back to the guy who's claiming it. Um, as long as one condition that this person is not a regular that used to hang out on the house, because maybe he observed somebody else giving it as a deposit. But we definitely believe it to not be Rabbi Aisha's own money. Um, similarly, we had the same story with Chasa, who, uh, who died suddenly. He was he drowned, and uh, there was this silver goblet. And uh, they asked Rav Nachman what to do. He says, "I know Chasa had no money to buy a silver goblet. Number one, number two, he, the guy provided a simon. As long as he wasn't a regular in Chasa's house, that's enough to rely on and give it back." And the third story was a case of silks. What by, you regular? Oh, you mean because he could have seen it there? He would have seen the guy deposit it. Uh, you know, give it the guy who gave it to him, you know, mm. and then he could describe it, and then and it's he, not even his. It's not even his, right? He was just watching, and the same was true with the story with Ravdimi, the brother of Safra, who died also suddenly without telling anybody what 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 this silk uh, garment was, and they came before Rababa, and he said, "I know he didn't have the money for such a valuable garment," and the guy provides a simon as long as he wasn't a regular announce, that's good enough of a proof. Okay. Um, as long as you, as long as you, right, and that's the story. So the next one we saw is a, another case is that somebody says that I'm giving all my property to Tovia, um, and he dies, and then Tovia shows up. So Rav Yochanan says, look, Tovia came, Tovia came, that's the guy. Okay, so they said, well, what if he said Tovia, and then Rav Tovia shows up? So, sorry that you're not the right person, because he would have, if he meant you, he would have said Rav Tovia. He didn't say that, he said, give it to Tovia. Anyway, so unless, however, he's very tight, very good buddies with uh, this Raftovia, so he maybe calls him by his, his own first name basis, that would be a different story. Um, what if there's two people named Tovia? One's a neighbor, one's a Tamachacham. The Tamachacham, we assume he's probably meant to give it a Tamachacham. What if it's a Tamachacham and a relative? You assume, again, it's a Tamachacham. What if it's a relative and a neighbor? Who do you assume he's giving it to? The neighbor. the neighbor. And that's based on Pasuk in Mishle. A close neighbor is a lot better than a distant brother. Distant brother, who knows what's up with them. Um, what if uh, they're both relatives, both neighbors, both Chachamim? So that's where the, the judge has to make an executive decision based on whatever information is available to him to just decide who's most likely the person, the recipient of these gifts. That's the idea, who he meant to give it to. Okay, based on whatever he could find. Okay, that's that. Rava Bered Rav Chiyabar Avin said, let me tell you a very hush of a thing that your father used to say. Because uh, Shmuel says that somebody sells a shtar chov to his friend and then he then he forgives it. It's a good, it's forgiven. Even an inheritor uh, could forgive, but nevertheless, um, Shmuel agrees that when a wife brings a, a shtar chov to her husband and she went and was mechilet, that it's not a good mechilet because his hand is like her hand and she lost the power of mechilet because they're like one entity and oh, wow. unless, you know, unless 
but the full entity is Michael, it's not, a, it's not a really a Mechila. And that was Big Chiddush. And that is where we left off yesterday. And we'll take it from here to today's stuff.